All right, welcome back, everybody. Sportsman shit, another episode. I'm Davis here with Mike on the podcast where we talk sports and shit. Mike, uh, March Madness, a lot's been going down. Final Four is set. How's your bracket looking? Um, <laughs> I think mine looks just like everyone else's. Yeah, no, mine's busted. Um, Gonzaga was the only team left for me. Uh, before they lost. So my final four, I didn't get one right. Yeah, I had I had Texas, you know, in in mine. It's mm. a tough loss. I had Creighton pretty far, tough loss. Okay. Um, I had Gonzaga. Yep. And but I had Gonzaga, but after I watched UConn, the, like two games, I wanted to change my mind to UConn. I think they're gonna win it all. Um, they're really good. I think, but every team looks good. I mean, I don't know. Teams look good right now, and if y'all didn't know, we just played. America's team, Kansas State's locker room song, who took a tough one. Who was that? FAU? FAU. FAU, that's right. FAU. I mean, as y'all all know, I mean, the sports listeners, at least listening, um, the Final Four is FAU, San Diego State, UConn. UConn. And, and Creighton? Uh, no, a great no. loss. Uh, who is that? <laughs> I'm blanking right now. I'm blanking right now, too. I actually... Let Wait, me, no, no. Uh, don't look it up. Don't look it up. We should know this. Miami. Miami. Yeah, that's right. Miami. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, weird year. Mm-hmm. Lowest seed is a four seed? I th- No, UConn, I think, is a two. No, they're a four. Are they a four? They're a four. Well, then it's four, five, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Five, nine on the yeah. other side. So it's pretty cool to go from, you know, a blue blood Final Four last year with, you know, UCLA, Duke, UNC, Kansas... To, I don't even know what you would call this. Just I don't know what you pick call a this. team. You call this like a a girl in high school picking a team based off their mascot. That's right, or something like that. And this is what you have here. It still shocks me that Devils. nobody ever gets it all right. I I know that this year was bonkers, but but I still it's hard for me to believe that even if you just had a random AI or something fill out a million brackets and do a million different scenarios. Yeah. Um, like, they wouldn't get that right. I mean, this got to be the craziest year. Yeah, it was if not crazy. in a long time. It was crazy. Um, I was sad to see Kansas State go. My wallet was sad to see Kansas State go. I think the only person happy would be my bookie, the Kansas State left. Um, <clears throat> I was riding that train heavy. Yeah, I mean, they were a fun team to cheer for, especially that little guy. Mm. Um, what was his name? Uh, no. Noel. Noel. Yeah, he was he was fun to watch. Um, they had a little five eight guy who was running around, di- dishing dimes, shooting up shots. <laughs> crazy stuff. It was crazy, honestly. Um, <clears throat> that that one play, the fake argument with, with the oh, hoop to Keontae. That was amazing. That was crazy. Um, he even said, "What like watch this to Isaiah Thomas." He did. Congress. He did. Uh, and that's when you know he said, "Watch this," and then he turns, pretends to argue. You could be like, "Oh, something's up here." And, I, I feel like. And the, the the it was a. 
alley oop from half court, but the the pass was like a no look on the pass. Was, so it was. it was one of dime and a so. reverse alley oop. Um, yeah, that was a cool play. That was nasty. Sad to see them go. I don't really have a dog in the fight anymore. But if you're looking at the final four, and we'll start, we'll start with San Diego State FAU. Who do you like? I don't know. Initially? I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, I don't give me know something. to anything. Give me some. I would say San Diego State has a great defense, but I, I would say FAU also has good defense. They also can they score. Some studs. I mean, I don't like. I, I didn't realize they they had only lost like two, two or three games all year or something. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, they had like the second best record in basketball, I believe. I'm if not I, the first. I heard something about that, and they're a nine seed. Well, I mean, I mean, I just think it's the the <clears> division the, they play, the conference, and that's just again. I mean, they they'll you know give these conferences lower seeds, but as we all know now, you know it doesn't really matter. Like, it, so who, the better team will win in March. Whoever's playing better will win, and it really is just crazy. I mean, all the teams people had winning gone. Get, honestly, getting kind of beat bad sometimes too. Yeah. So. Yeah, Bama. Bama was my pick, and uh, obviously San Diego State just looked better than. I, I will say one thing about Bama. I don't think Nate Oates is a good coach. Uh, they they look disorganized. They they couldn't get Brandon Miller the ball. They were in foul trouble. I, I didn't like the lineups he was playing throughout the game. It, it was like Bama had their B team on the court for half the court, and you know they'll say foul trouble this that, but like. I'm sorry. I'm not taking Brandon Miller off the court. And he he was awful yeah, in March Madness. He wasn't that good. He, he was bad. I do think we'll find out if Nate Oates is a good coach next year without all the talent he yeah. has this year. I mean, he might get some more, but you're not going to get another Brandon Miller. Um, and that is it. people have been saying that, so we'll, we'll definitely see next year. We'll just have to see. I, I actually so, – so did you end up picking FAU or San Diego State? Um, No, because I don't know. I say that – for me, I have on the other side. I have UConn winning it all. So, um, oh, Davis and I are watching USA um, versus El Salvador. Just play soccer. Um, we just missed a wide open header. Oh my god! It's USA soccer, man. Well, uh, it's a good play. So. Yeah, sorry for reacting to that. Um, um, <clears throat> but uh, so no pick from you. You're gonna. Stay my pick is UConn to win it all. To win it all, but you're not answering. And me on the same UConn's game gonna today. play one of those two teams. So you okay? I want. I want. Honestly, I want. I cheer for like those. But both teams have a good story. You know, they're both coming. Yeah. As underdogs in a way, I think FAU is the bigger underdog. So I'm probably gonna cheer for FAU. I think I will too. Uh, and I think they have a lot of firepower that they can get it going. My only thing is, can they continue to shoot the ball the way they've been shooting the yeah, ball? Yeah. And, and honestly, if that has been a yeah. no for every team that San Diego State has faced. Yeah, exactly. If they if San Diego State locks up like they have been, it could be you know, just the same type of game that that's been happening for them. I, I agree, and and I honestly, I would I would predict San Diego State in that match. I know that's not an underdog pick, but I, I just think they make they make it really hard for teams to get quality looks. And uncontested shots. It's rare that you see when San Diego State's playing that a team's getting an open look, uh, yeah. uncontested. It just doesn't the, really the happen. The thing I do worry about San Diego State is their offense. Yeah. So when you run up into a team that can, you know, beat your defense and stop you, I mean, that could be a tough, tough matchup. And I think that's UConn, but I do think San Diego State will most likely win. I agree, but, but I, I will say I in that Miami UConn game, I don't see it being a landslide. I really don't. Oh, no, me neither. I, just, um, I think Miami will play well, and they, they've been playing well. They have what's-his-face. There was uh, ACC Player of the Year. Yeah. Those two guards play really good they're, basketball. They got the two best guards, I think, um, in the tournament thus far. So I, I think that'll be a fun game to watch. Those are both on the first. 
which is today's the twenty seventh. So that's all I got for you. Is that Friday or Saturday? Because that that's kind of important. Um. Anyways, we'll figure that out. Um. Later. Um. So that kind of is March Madness for us. Um. I, I actually I'll go ahead and. We'll, we'll do another podcast probably before the championship and give you a prediction there. But I, I tend to agree with Mike that UConn is the team to beat right now. I don't think that's a popu- or an unpopular opinion. Uh, but I, I do think Miami will put up a fight, and I wouldn't be surprised, Yeah, especially this March. I mean, this March, these games are going to probably go to overtime and lose on a foul call. I will say, if second. nothing else, we're getting good basketball. Yeah. I, mean, I will say, I don't know if you saw De'Aaron Fox's tweet. Yeah. He said, I can't watch college basketball. The refs are really terrible, and the shot making yeah. is also terrible. I don't know, man. Um, I've always, you always hear that thing, like the NBA plays no defense, but maybe what if they're just, they don't, they don't miss shots, especially yeah. open shots. Because yeah. in NCAA, they miss shots a good bit, and... Also, I, I do think the refing, a lot of the refing, especially in the Elite Eight, was questionable towards the end of the games. I agree. But I, I think, think particularly the, the Creighton know. game comes to mind with San Diego State. That that last call. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Like, I just don't know that you end a game and end a team season on that. Uh, it was a hand check, a hip. His hand was like riding his hip a little bit. Yeah. I, I know it's a foul. I, I would say that it is a foul. Yeah. But I'm keeping my whistle in my mouth. Yeah, but I mean, if it's a foul, their job is below whistle. It, it foul. is, and and they did their job. I don't really have a problem with the officiating. It's more so just the timing. The timing, and that's not on anybody. That's it, just unfortunate. It's not. It's just unfortunate. Maybe that guy should have just not gotten blown by. I don't like think that. he would have made the shot. I, I mean, maybe could have knocked him off balance a little. We'll never know. Maybe we'll never know. Um, women's final four starting to shape up. Yeah. The Lady Tigers punched their ticket the other night. I know you're Gamecocks guy. It looks like they're about to punch their ticket. They're playing Maryland right now, up ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah we'll we'll just touch base in the in the championship if that happens. Okay. Because then we'll we'll do a whole thing on that. And I'll just I'll tell you, Gamecocks are gonna win by okay. twenty. Okay. And I honestly might not disagree with that. Okay. Um. So we're not gonna touch really on that. I did, and I know this is not what you want to talk about. I want to look at the NBA playoff picture for a second. Okay, that's it fine. is the end of the season. Teams are starting to punch their tickets. The play-in games are starting to be decided. Luka and the Mavs just lost back-to-back to your Charlotte Hornets. It's not a good look, especially when not you're trying to look. make the playoffs. It, it doesn't look like they are going to make the playoffs. You know, in um, the second game, Luka got his 16th technical of the season, which yeah. um, they rescinded it after the fact. But he would have had to face a one-game suspension and potentially – a game that could decide whether the Mavs make the playoffs or not. Anyways, right now, um, the play-in tournament in the West looks like it's going to be T-Wolves, Pelicans at 7-8, and eight, Lakers, Thunder um, at 9-10. and 10. Um, We'll see how that shapes out. There are about Most teams are about 75 games in the season, so most teams have seven, six to eight games left. Uh, so these are big games. Like they, they make a difference, and and that's why the Hornets beating the Mavs twice was big. In the East, the seven and eight game would be Miami, Atlanta, and the nine and ten would be Toronto, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, all good teams, honestly. They're all hovering around five hundred. Um, I, I guess as a fan of an eight seed team, you'd be a little bit disappointed with the whole plan thing, but. 
the way I understand it is that the winner of the nine and ten game plays the loser of the seven and eight seed game for the eighth seed. And if the seven and the winner of the seven eight seed game just immediately becomes the seven seed. Um, so we'll just have to see how that shapes out. LeBron, I'd like to see him in the playoffs. <laughs> I would. I would I want to see what happens. Um, and right now it looks like they would play the Thunder and then have to win against the loser of Minnesota and New Orleans to become the eight seed and to even have a shot at playing the Nuggets at the one seed. Could be interesting. Just yeah. something to look out for. I'm not a big NBA guy until until the Hornets um until the Hornets want to be relevant. That's not yeah. my not my jazz. Normally I keep up in the regular season a little bit. Um but this year I think it's the I haven't done that at all. Um, I haven't I don't care to either. Um I'll probably watch, you know, playoffs. Yep. And that little summer span of basketball, which is good basketball and fun. Um but until then, I'm not going to. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's better basketball on right now. Um, more importantly, there's better golf. Better golf. Better golf. Great golf coming up. We can we can touch on that if you want the uh, the match play tournament. Yeah, I, actually, I think that's a really cool, you know, tournament idea and something different than most tournaments. I'm sure the players like to do that as well. Um, and if you know, as, as our golf guy Davis, if you want to give the guys a little, the listeners out there a little. Um, rundown of how that tournament you know is formatted and plays yeah so in correlation with march Madness, you, know. you think world cup so players are placed into groups of four pods basically and you play a series of matches in those pods to determine seating two guys from each pod make it to the bracket and then when you get to the bracket think march madness so uh, they try to balance out each group. So you'll have, you know, one of the top guys, one of the middle of the pack, another middle of the pack, and somebody maybe a little lower down in the rankings. Um, last year, Scotty Scheffler won it. This year, Scotty was in the final four again. Uh, we can run through the semifinals. It was So it was Sam Burns against Scotty Scheffler and Cam Young against Rory. We watched that happen. So... Scotty kind of blew it against Sam Burns. He lost on the 21st hole, but um, I think Sam Burns was up one going into 18. Scotty won 18 to force a playoff. And then it looked like in the playoff, Scotty was going to win, but missed that short putt uh, back on, what was it, 13 or 12 maybe that they played. Um, Missed a really short putt to end the match. Um, and keep Sam Burns alive, and he ended up capitalizing. On the other side, it was Cam Young and Rory, like I mentioned. Um, Rory was up 3 through 15 and lost in 19 holes. So he lost 16, he lost 17, he lost 18, and he lost the first playoff hole. Yeah, um, I I think when you're looking at those four guys, they were probably expecting a a Rory, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Um, which would have been awesome. And it was still cool to watch them play together for consolation. But, I mean, it, for me, watching the, the tournament right before the Masters, I don't even, I'm not really focused on the tournament. Yep. I mean, I know they are. They, they, a lot of money, a lot of just a cool thing to kind of beat individual players one at a time. But I'm like, who's playing? Who's, 
who's feeling it right yeah. now? Yeah. And, you know, obviously everyone's Scotty, Roy have been playing probably the best golf in the world. But to see them kind of like lose a little bit of, you know, yeah. their momentum there at the end of these rounds when they're when they're up and a short putt to capitalize. Makes you wonder. It does. It Augusta's does. coming up. So, and, and one thing I wanted to touch on um, that I, I just structurally, so only 16 golfers make it out of the group phase, um, if that's clear. So obviously it's a round of 16, quarterfinals, semifinals, and then uh, the finals itself and a consolation match. So in the finals, Sam Burns dominated Cam Young. He won six and five. Yeah. Honestly, he's looking really good the last couple of tournaments. He looks really good. Uh, I LSU boy, so I'm proud of him. But um, uh, I think that's a sneaky guy for the Masters. Some more guys, some more names that I kind of just wanted to throw out there. And I'll mention that Consolation, Rory won two and one versus Scotty Scheffler. It was the difference of about, you know, $200,000, which to those guys is jump change. But um, in the quarterfinals, Mackenzie Hughes was in it. Xander Shoffley was there. Kurt Kitayama. And Jason Day. And Jason, Jason Day is a Day. name I wanted to throw out there because I don't know if you heard this, but you hear he just got one of the late invites to Augusta? No, but I knew he was just playing really good golf. Yeah, so he's playing really well, and he's another guy that's going to play Augusta. That's another interesting one, especially if you're in a Calcutta and you want to get somebody at a bargain maybe, not pay the price of a you know, Scotty Scheffler or a Rory or something like that. I don't think that's a bad play whatsoever. Um, How's Jason Day? He um he's probably come close to winning the Masters a few times back in the heyday, right? I mean, I I, I don't know, but you assume so, at least once. I I, th- I thought I thought he he so he came in second in twenty eleven. He won the PGA Championship, um, and has come in second twice at the U.S. Open. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, hasn't done it yet, but he's a guy that likes Augusta. He plays well, typically, and when he's playing good golf like he is right now, uh, that's a guy I would spend some money on, especially, <clears throat> yeah. like I said, versus paying big big bucks for a big name. And I think I think next on the next week episode, right before the Masters starts, we can kind of dive that, into that more. Once yeah, we'll, we'll do a big preview, look at all the odds. Updated, at least. Uh, updated odds, that kind of stuff. Um, I guess in terms of sports... One last glance, one last thing, really. I don't I don't want to look anything super deep into this, but NCAA baseball, mm-hmm. uh, your Gamecocks yeah. crack, cracked the top 10 today in yeah. the newest rankings. They're number nine. Yep. They're on a heater right now. Yeah, we have the best record in the SEC. Yep, um, that's right. Undefeated. Um, I think, you know, when we won those back-to-back championships not too long ago, we kind of... You know, our baseball coach gets promoted to athletic director. We kind of assumed we were going to maintain that, you know, dominance. And we did pretty well. And then we kind of took a few years off. And yeah. we, the same coach has been around, though. And we, we, you know, very skeptical. And I think we're starting to finally see, you know, what we've been hoping for. And uh, we actually have, you know, in the only amount of games that's happened so far, we've hit more home runs than we have last all season. So yeah. that's something cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's and, uh, pretty legit. It, it's it's. I will say I'm not the biggest baseball person, but I, I like watching the Braves and South Carolina baseball, yeah. and that's about it. Right. Like That's the only games I can watch, sure. and it's much more fun to watch them when those teams are good. So Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Um, selfishly LSU fan, hold the number one spot. That's been cool. Uh, I've been trying to catch most of those games. <clears throat> I'm actually really impressed 
like really impressed. Some of these guys are lights out. There's some there's some cats on LSU's team that are really legit. Um, but I, I did want to mention that the SEC is dominating baseball this year. You have LSU at one, Florida and Vandy are three and four, Arkansas six. South Carolina, Tennessee round out the top 10 at 9 and 10. And that's not it in the top 25. But that many teams yeah. in the top 10, it, it, it's a little ridiculous. And you know what will probably happen? Hmm. As SEC play starts to ramp up, um, it'll be good team on good team. It will be. And unfortunately, that'll mean Losses. some of those teams will be losing and drop, yep. probably drop. So. Yep. Yep. But six change. of the top 10 as it stands... Um, that's pretty cool. LSU just played in a series with Arkansas, who was number five at the time. They're number six now. Yeah. Um, but it was a good series. Arkansas won the first game. LSU won the next two. We'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned into college baseball. It's a long season. Um, you know, like that goes through June. So, uh, we'll, we'll keep you all posted on that. Omaha. Omaha. The road to Omaha. You know, he said Omaha a lot. Peyton Manning. That's right. You know who said, uh. Peyton Manning a lot. Who? I don't know, but hey. You know I mean? <laughs> Peyton Manning uh, and the Mannings, you know, with their new pot or you know, show for yeah. the football season, I think, you know, those are some media guys. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Think they're both pretty good at they're, it. They were made for it. Yeah. For they, sure. They have good humor. I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what's his name? Archie? Yeah. What Arch, he does at Texas? Arch, yeah. Hmm. I mean, they're a spring ball. Um, Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that'll be a duel. We're already thinking about football, Mike. It's not a good sign for the next couple months. I'm always thinking about football. Um, But I think that sort of wraps it up on sports, unless you got anything else, anything crazy, highlights, news, et cetera. Not too crazy news. Um, I mean, not new, like, free agency or anything happened. Uh, No. Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Lamar? Did you see it? He did announce, what was that, today, that he wants a trade? I don't know if that was today, but I saw that he, he announced it. Okay. At some point. On his Twitter. Um, so he's he's looking for a new landing spot. Would you would you want the Panthers to pursue that no. with a first-round pick? No. And, no. Absolutely not. And I think he, it, not because I don't think he's capable or because he's a good player. I don't think he's $225 million a year or $225 million and his salary better than the guy we can get on a rookie deal for the next yeah. three, four I, years. I also, you know, as a running quarterback, I don't know how long that'll – Translate, you know, Cam Newton, you saw that what happened. Yeah. They are great, but they get hurt and, you know. I want the Panthers to deteriorate. Because the last time we used a number one pick. It turned out pretty well. Turned out pretty well. So we got, you know, obviously it's it seems like, I will say, if we draft Will Levis or something oh, like that, no. I would be literally. Or AR. Yeah. It's just, it's CJ Stroud or, you know. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. And I'll take one of the two, and I will not be upset with either of them. Me either. Me either. To be honest. Um. But okay, well that kind of covers it. Um, any any clown of the week? <clears throat> any questions from users, listeners that we've gotten? Yeah, um, actually, uh, I'll do my clown, and then you can do your clown, and then I'll read some questions. Okay. Um, so I'd say my clown of the week, and I don't, you know, this isn't a clown really, but shout out Hawkins. Um, it's a collective clown, and that's America. And that's not America politically. That's America in the world of college basketball. That's Jay Billis um, 
and oh. all those guys for making me pick all these good teams in my bracket and my bracket to be like, you know, busting in the first round, busting in the second round, zero teams in the final four. Um, so that's my clown of the week is really the bracket in March Madness this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, this is sort of a double edged sword here. The, I, I would say my clown of the week is Mark Cuban. Um, followed by Kyrie Irving, and it's sort of because because of Kyrie because Irving. of Kyrie Irving, um, he really hasn't done much to help a team succeed since being traded around since the Cavs. If you if you think about the teams he's been on, none of them have performed well, made the playoffs, done well. And I know he hasn't been playing and all this, <clears throat> but the Mavs look worse with him. Luca's no longer happy. He's not having fun. He said it. And he Mark said, he said that. He said that. Oh no. And and Mark Cuban is a clown for thinking he had the greatest duo in the NBA. Okay. Because it's not working out. <clears throat> and I'm a realist. You understand the Hornets are really bad. Like really bad. Uh, yeah, did you see Michael Jordan wants to sell? Yeah, that's awesome. That's probably a great thing for the Hornets. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Michael Jordan, for doing that. But yeah, Mark Cuban, clown of the week. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Honestly, more so Kyrie. Wherever I think Kyrie in that one because Mark, Mark Cuban's the man. Uh, Kyrie Irving, wherever he goes, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is like destruction and disaster follows. It is. It's it's drama. He's a locker room cancer. I mean, Celtics. Look at like that. That team was filthy. I know. You think that team would have just won it all? The Nets. They could have just no. Nope. I don't know. It's and the all... Nets kind of went on a win streak after KD and Kyrie left. I mean, yeah, it's really interesting to see some some uh, some of the things that happens once Kyrie leaves, mm-hmm. not during, but once. Good things usually. Yeah. Um, um, any any user questions? Anything you can think of? Yeah, two questions here. Nice. Um, so this is a a question. What sport out of any sport is the hardest? And I know um, this question gets asked kind of frequently and there's a lot of biases, you know, for people who play their sport and know their sport the best and think it's the hardest. But um, I'm going to say a sport that I, two sports that I've never played or that I didn't really, you know, play like mainly. Mm -hmm. Um, First, I would say like martial arts, fighting, boxing, that stuff is hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's not, they're not just out there punching and boxing. Like there's, you know, they know what they're doing. There's, there's like attacks, you know, different techniques, you know, in certain situations. So that's probably my one, two, I would say baseball. Um, And, you know, everyone plays baseball, but being the better at baseball when there's like a millions of people that play it, Mm -hmm. that makes it significantly harder. And that's why there is so many people in these little minor leagues with the, you know, what is it? Like A, B, AAA, whatever, the different, there's like so many. Yeah. yeah. And there's only a certain group in the MLB and those are the best in the world. And, you can have a good baseball player and he won't be in the MLB. Nope. And, the, you know, it's going to take a lot for him to be in the MLB. And that's a great player. And I just think that's really difficult to get there. Yeah, for, for me, that question is tough because it there's so many ways to ask it. What's the hardest sport to pick up? Yeah, I mean, What's yeah. What's the hardest you sport asked that qu- to yeah, play for a, long, the f- for a long question. time? Yeah. What's the hardest sport to be the greatest for the longest? Like, I don't really know that I could pick one. But golf is pretty damn hard. Oh, golf for sure. Um, like, especially, like, most people, your average golfer is no good. Like, no good. Um, so that's a really hard one. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, 
I'm sure there's football, some really, hockey. So, like, I think every sport in its own right is hard. I agree. It's difficult. But it also like I'm thinking about think like some of the hard. crazy like Red Bull shit. Like this like those oh. extreme sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the skiing off of off the face of a mountain. Like this isn't a ski slope. You're ripping it down the face of a mountain. Like stuff like that, like I, I think it's crazy hard and you're those people are just insane and Yeah. I, I, they're in another gear. But yeah. I don't really know what I would say is the hardest sport because they're different things. Like, you know, I think football is 10 times harder to play for 15 years as a linebacker than it is as a punter. I imagine being a quarterback in the NFL is not very easy. No, yeah. I, being a quarterback would not be easy. And I think playing in the NFL for a longer period of time for a majority of positions is much harder than playing in like the NBA for a long time. Yeah. But I wouldn't say one is necessarily harder than the other because there's so many different ways and positions to play, you know? Yeah. Like think about the conversation we had this weekend. Like if you're the seven foot guy. How much easier would it be to make a D1 basketball team if you're just naturally seven feet? Some of those guys fundamentally suck. They're just out there because they're huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this question could be, you can go in so many directions and yeah. could never really stop. I agree. It's a good question. I, I agree. And I don't. that's why I don't want to give one answer because every answer is disputable. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'll You'd say. Give me exact. I'll answer. say, you know, I mentioned a few sports like fighting and yeah. baseball but you're right. I don't think baseball is necessarily the hardest. I think yeah. it's the hardest to get pro at, you know, maybe. Yeah. I think there's different ways of phrasing that. Yeah. I think every sport's really hard in its own right, especially to be, you know, really good at it. Yeah, if it were that easy to be good at any of them. Uh, yeah. We, we wouldn't, Everyone would do it. We wouldn't be doing this. We'd, yeah. be, we'd probably be on the cover of a magazine or something. Yeah. Um, but I like that question. I like that we're um, finally getting some questions. Yeah, another question. Um, so I got to paint the picture first here, I think. So it's a it's a Sunday. Okay. Any major golf tournament, we'll just say the Masters since we're right here. You're sitting on a porch outside watching the Masters, spring weather. Mm-hmm. You can have one drink in your hand. What is it? Mm-hmm. Liquor drink or can drink? One drink. One drink, any drink. Any drink. Okay. I'm making a frozen drink. Okay. Oh, fancy. Because it's going to be warm right fancy on that guy. porch. It's going to be warm on the porch. It's a good spring it's weather. Sunny. I'd say it's... I'd say it's perfect temperature. Sunny spring I, No, I say you walk from outside or from inside to outside, can't even tell a difference. Okay. Yeah, and this, there's sun, but you're under the porch. So if you're in the sunny part of the porch, it'd be a little, you know, a little, you feel warm on your skin, but if you're in the, you might want to, you know, scoot over that sunny okay. side. Well, I'm making a, I'm making a frozen, <laughs> a frozen, a frozen fruity cocktail. I don't know whether that's a pina colada. A pina colada would be nice. With a rum floater. I don't know whether what about that's a, one of those game changers I a, showed you. A game changer. Yeah. Maybe it's a game changer. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a daiquiri. I don't know. But I might try them all until I find out which one it is. But there's only, only one. one. There's only one. one. Yeah. What about a, a beer? Does that even cross your mind? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're putting For the special. This, it's a special moment. It's a special moment, and it's Sunday of a major. I'm not picking up a Bud Light. It's Sunday of the Masters. I, I'm not picking up a Bud Light, Michael. Okay. Not, I won't do it. Okay. Well, actually, I would. But it. I'd what about be a like a transfusion? And, and it'd be a cold bottle Bud Light. What about like a transfusion? A transfusion would be great. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, golf. You really golf can't drink, go drink. wrong. Can't go wrong. Honestly. You could go wrong. I'd be happy with a Bud Light. Okay. But um, it's just one drink. Okay. Give me. Give me a. We're on our porch here. I'm gonna tell you mine. Okay. Go ahead. So I mean, obviously. Oh, I got it. Okay, what is it? Drunken Hurricane from Palms. Okay, it's a hurricane. 
Drunken. Drunken hurricane. Like the the drink from New Orleans kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Not even frozen. It's a sweet. That one. was not frozen. That yeah, was no, just that's super nice. fruity, super that's, sweet. That's all. Super, and I could super drink sweet. a gallon of that stuff. I think I would throw up after two. Probably so. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, for me, I'd probably I normally like to rotate between different drinks a lot. You know, I get in different. You know, might want a beer, then you know, mm-hmm. go to transfusion, and then go yep, to something else. But for this occasion, I've thought about it, and you know, I don't want a liquor drink, because. I do, I do, but I don't want this for my one drink. I would want a high noon, I think. Okay. I high love a high, high noon. noon. I just picture myself with a high noon. Best seltzer on the market. And Give I'll probably flavor. and I'll probably make that happen. What flavor high noon? I'm the kind of guy who can do any flavor high noon. What's your favorite? But if I had to choose, a f- I like. I think you can't really beat the a pineapple flavor of anything. Okay. Have you tried the um, tequila ones? No, no, I haven't. I haven't tried either. those yet. I don't, I'm not really a tequila guy, though. Me neither. I'm not a tequila guy at all. Mm. But um, okay. high noon for me. Well, I and like I'm probably going to make that happen. And I like that. And yeah. I like those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was good. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Got, got anything else? No, I mean, I think this is a you know brief little episode here. I'm going to recap of... Not even a recap. It was just a crazy show of March Madness games. Yeah. Um, not much going on. We're about to hit the dead period of sports once college basketball ends. Mm. Um, which is just NBA and NHL and then, and then you know baseball a little bit but yep. Yep. all the main good stuff is um is gonna pass especially I mean you've the, you know good golf every once in a while and that's what we're waiting for for the Masters um, but that's all I got okay yeah well uh, thank you guys for listening uh, that was a all. quick recap we're gonna get something in here shortly Definitely before the final four, give you guys a preview and do a little more research into those matchups. And then we'll look into the Masters a little bit. So thank you guys for listening uh, to Sportsman Shit. Once again, the podcast where we talk sports and shit. Happy spring. Happy spring from Mike and Davis. And we look forward to uh, talking to you guys next time.